0: welcome to the Autumn Miles Show with your host, Autumn Miles. Autumn is an author, speaker, wife, and mother. She's the founder and CEO of the Blush Network, the author of Appointed, and a premier contributor for The Blaze. Autumn's vision is to engage our culture with the bold truth of God coupled with raw faith. Now here's your host, Autumn Miles. Hello, This is Autumn Miles back with you today. How are you out there today in sunny Dallas, Texas, slash Metroplex, wherever you are listening to us from? I am so glad that you are tuning in today. This is an awesome show today. I am so excited about the content. I want to read you a verse that I just absolutely believe will encourage you. You might know it, you might not but i'm going to encourage you with it yet those who wait for the lord will gain new strength they will mount up with wings like eagles they will run and not get tired they will walk and not become weary those who wait on the lord not on the promotion not on their husbands not on their wives those who wait on the Lord will gain new strength, fresh strength, a brand new, um, uh, source of strength. Um, uh, they will mount up with wings like eagles run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. Well, that is what our show is about today. It is about the weight, the significance of the weight. And, um, I am just so glad that you're with us. If you're waiting for anything, well, You're in good company. Um, I wanted to invite you. We are going to have a group of women get together March 17th. And this is going to be that we call them. We have these all over the country. You know, I'm, I'm um, I lead a ministry called the Blush Network and we have groups all over the country. They're called society groups. Now, this is something that the Blush Network launched um, a couple of years ago. And um, we are just seeing God do amazing things through these groups of women all across the country. It doesn't matter what church you go to. It doesn't matter, um, you know, Really, where you live, you know, we, we want you to come to our Blush Society group that is going to start monthly here in Dallas, March 17th. I want you to be there. I'm going to be speaking live, you know, and all the other parts of the country. We have them in LA. We have some down in Houston. We have them in Phoenix, you know, anywhere. They're, they're, they're kind of, they're all over. Um, I always am piped in to speak at these. Uh, they show a video of me. Um, and and it's so exciting because we're launching our Dallas group and we want you to attend i want to meet you first and foremost i love you i pray for you do you understand like i like that is just such an amazing thing um that uh that you got a buddy in me even though we've never met before. Um, I would love for you to attend. Now this is a women's event. So if you're a woman, I'm calling out all of our women, March 17th to get more information about this. We have a director of our society groups. She's incredible. She's been on the show a couple of times. Her name is Lori, Lori Graham. Now her email is Lori L-A-U-R-I-E at autumnmiles.com. This will be our first event that we have launched via the Autumn Miles Show. And I want you to email her. We want you to come. We want to fill this um, this house out. We are going to have some awesome worship. Um, and hopefully the Lord is going to do such a work in all of us at night. Myself included. Bobby, they're speaking. Um, and really, really want to meet you. Waiting. I hate to wait, you know, when you go to Starbucks and you're like kind of standing in the line and you know, there's 75 people in front of you and you're late to your next appointment and the person in front of you orders like a triple shot, extra hot, low cow, data pump of caramel um no wait not caramel i want peppermint no way i don't you just i'm like ah i'm the one that is tapping my foot like oh my goodness um i'm not good at waiting and god is Definitely taught me a lot in this area, and he's still working on me. You know what I'm saying? Um, but waiting is difficult in our culture. Everything is so instant. I mean, my goodness, we 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 could send emails instantly. We 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 get messages via text instantly. Um, we are constantly attached to communication with someone. I know if I really ever have a que- if I have a question about anything ever, I just Google it, and I I get the answer in like, you know, 2.5 seconds. Um, Waiting is not really a part of our culture, but it is a part of God's culture. And if we want to know God in, in a greater way, waiting is one of the major principles that he uses in order to reveal himself And and show himself strong. Um, There is a waiting process. To a ton of things. You know, day one, um, you know, when we're asked to wait about something, we're you know, we're thinking, oh, we can wait, we can do it. Um, I'm I'm awesome at this weight. And God wants me to wait. I absolutely will wait. Of course I will. And then day 52, when you're still waiting for the thing, you're on the floor, you're crying, you're thinking God has forgotten about you. You, you know, you can't handle the weight. It's one of the most difficult disciplines God has us do. However, it produces such power and audacity. Waiting will rattle us to our core and it plays on every insecurity that we have. Now, I find this a lot in single women, especially older single women, older single men and they're waiting. Well, am I too ugly? Well, am I too whatever? Should I should I have said this different? Should my, you know, eHarmony profile, should I put a different picture on there? Um, you know, waiting rattles us to our core and it causes us to question who are who we are, but it also the process of it purifies us. And and it's a beautiful thing because eventually God wants us To want him more than the thing that we are waiting for. And the point of my whole message here today, my whole show here today is, do you long for the thing that you are waiting for more than you long for the Lord? (sighs) Do you long for the thing you are waiting for more than you long for? For the Lord, let me tell you, he cares about your heart more than your pleasure. He cares about a relationship with you more than pleasing you. He knows that he is the one that can meet every desire. You don't need the thing that you're waiting for in order to be happy. As a matter of fact, most of the time when he gives us the thing that we are waiting for, we find it doesn't make us happy. You waiting for, you know, a giant salary goal. Let me tell you something. You get that $20,000 a year salary. You are still not going to be happy if your relationship with the Lord isn't there. He won't stop the wait until you long for him more than the things you are waiting for. Otherwise we have an idolatry situation. Um, God is so good in that. He makes us wait until we get to a point where we sort of surrender and say, you know what, God, what do you want? What do you, what do you want? Do you want me to have this thing? I want it. But do you want me to have this thing? He is not about us worshiping an idol and worshiping the thought of an idol rather than worshiping him. Well, what does Ten Commandments say? Thou shalt have no other gods before me. And there are definitely things in our lives that if we don't keep our priorities in check as God first... We can start desiring more than the Lord. I think about this in my, um, my adoption situation. Um, you know, I thought for sure, you know, man, we would get matched with the baby you know in the first two months, like why not? You know, we're loving people, we're fun people. Why would we not get matched? You know, two and a half years later, no babies. Like I could have had two babies before we got the baby, uh, our first adopted son. Um, and I thought, Lord, where are you? Why are you making us wait? I know this is in line for your will for us, but he had to purify me and say, Autumn, do you want the baby more than you want me? And when I got to a point where I said, Lord, whatever, we got our baby. Very soon after that, and then, and nine weeks later, we got baby number two. You know, anything... God did in scripture required a process that had a weight in it. You know, biblical times are not like our times. Um, uh, God's timing is certainly nothing like our timing. Um, I'm so thankful for that because we have this skewed view of we we're very entitled in our culture because we need everything now. We want what we want now. And if we don't get it now, you know, sometimes we turn into little babies. Um, you know, God. The way he did things in Scripture, every process, a lot of them, especially the major things, required a oh wait. Creation of the world. Think he just he he could have created everything in one second, but he didn't. He spread it out over several days. There was a process to. Um, what he was doing, the building of the ark, we knew took a lot of time, the death of Jesus. I mean, Jesus didn't even start his public ministry until he was 30. Then he died when he was 33 and God waited to resurrect him. There was a waiting period. Could God have, uh, could he have died and like a millisecond later being, be resurrected? Absolutely. But God's perfect process required Oh, wait, the release of Israelites. uh, Moses had to go before Pharaoh multiple times. Could he have released them the very first time? Absolutely. But God's process requires um, a wait. Waiting is necessary for anything. Great. If God would have done things instantly, it would have aborted the valuable process of the wait. There are so many things that you, um, learn while you are waiting. So let me encourage you today. Um, God, if you are waiting for anything, he is teaching you. He is desperately wanting more intimacy with you. And that is one of the reasons why you wait. let me uh let me just uh for those of you that have just joined us i'm so grateful that you with you're with us we are talking about the significance of the weight i have been waiting um i have waited multiple times in my life for many different things and waiting Is one of those principles that God uses um, to produce some power in us, audacity in us, um, strength that is drawn from the power of the Lord. And it is something that is a beautiful thing when the thing you are waiting for materializes after the waiting process. Um, I I, want to just go over, I want to go to Psalm, I'm sorry, Isaiah 30. And, you know, as I was writing my book, my book appointed, um, which there's a chapter in the book all about the significance of the wait, Cause I've, I have, I've had to wait for multiple things in my life. I had to wait for, um, my, to launch my ministry for uh, to, um, almost 10 years before God let it happen. And, um, you know, year one, I I was confident in God's call. I knew he was going to bring it about year three. I struggled year four. I struggled a little more year five. I struggled. I be- I knew God had said, yes, conference ministry, but the weight was long and the weight played on every insecurity I had. And Satan came in and questioned a lot of the things, um, that seemed like legitimate questions. He questioned God in my own mind. He put doubt in my mind. And every single time I was able to go back to the scripture and say, no. God said this, so I'm going to wait. Took 10 years. So I know if you're waiting and you've been waiting for a long time, I know the pain of the wait, but I also know the progress, um, that, that happens in your education of Jesus while you wait. And, um, in 2010, God, um, God, uh, gave me, uh, my, uh, ministry and allowed me to launch it. There are reasons your weight may be lengthened. And I love this passage of scripture. I um I actually have studied it again, like I said earlier, it's in my book. I, I just kind of want to read this to you. I'm gonna start in Isaiah 3018. It says this, therefore, the Lord longs to be gracious to you. Therefore, he waits on high to have compassion on you for the lord is a god of justice how blessed are those who long for him he is reiterating my point earlier in this passage how blessed are those who long for him not for a husband not for a promotion not for fame how blessed are those who long for him. But this is, this is in any, as any good Baptist preacher will tell you, there's a therefore there. So we got to look up and see what it's there for. Therefore, the Lord longs to be gracious to you. And therefore he waits on high to compassion on you. Now, what is he talking about in, in this scripture? He, he is talking about this, the passage up a little, a little, a uh, couple verses earlier, Isaiah 30, 15. But before I read this, I want you to, I want to read this verse to you. Second Peter 3, 9 says this, the Lord is not slow about his promise as some count slowness, but is patient towards you. Not wishing for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance. God is not slow. He is not looking at your life and thinking, wow, I'm really taking a long time here. I know they're super annoyed at me for how long they've been waiting for this thing. No, God is not slow about his promises, but he's patient toward you. Okay, so let's pick it up in Isaiah 30, 15. Um, we're looking up, see what the therefore is there for. Um, verse 15, for thus, the Lord God, the Lord God, which there, uh, Lord God, Yahweh, the Lord God, the most supreme uh, uh, name for God, Yahweh. The Holy One of Israel. So he's introducing himself. For thus the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, has said, In repentance and rest you will be saved. In quietness and trust is your strength, but you were not willing. For thus, The Lord God, the Holy one of Israel has said in repentance and rest, you will be saved in quietness and trust is your strength, but you were not willing repentance. There's four different factors there. If you drop back down to verse 18, therefore the Lord longs to be gracious to you. He longs to give you, he, he wants to be gracious. He wants to give you your heart's desire. And therefore he waits on high to have compassion on you. So we're going back up. Repentance is a factor in the Lord being gracious to you. Rest, your rest is a factor in the Lord being gracious. Quietness and trust. If you have not reached one of these stages in your waiting process, your wait will be lengthened, okay? Um, If you're just joining us today, I am so glad that you're here with us. We are talking about the significance of the wait, how we all hate to wait, but it is a principle that God uses in order to grow us in order to show us a a new side of him, in order for us to long for him. Uh, So many things that God uses. Repentance is, is the first one out of Isaiah 30, 15. Some of us need to repent before God can give us the thing that we are waiting for. Maybe we are involved in some type of sin. I don't know what it is. You know what it is. If this is you and your ears just perked up. Some of us need to ask the God, listen, forgive me. Forgive me for sin in my life. We expect God to move on our behalf and we want God to work for us. Yet we're harboring sin. That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Repentance is one of the reasons why your, why your weight could be being lengthened. Repent. The second one, rest. You may have repented, but you can't rest. You don't trust the Lord. Psalm 46 says this, cease tri- striving and know that I am God. In another version, it says, be still and know that I am God. Do you rest in God? Or can you not rest because you can't understand why God is not giving you the thing that you are waiting for? Repentance, number one. Rest, number two. Just cease striving and know that I am God. I remember there was one um, when I was waiting for my son and my daughter to be adopted. We have four kids, it was January of 2015 and we'd waited so long and I remember the Lord speaking over me multiple multiple times rest autumn rest I'm a busy girl I've got a lot of things going on I'm a mom run a ministry wrote a book travel and speak God said so clearly to me rest Autumn. be still be still and I couldn't understand why he was telling me to rest because I don't, unlike the person, like I, I just, I don't even watch very much TV because I just, I always have to be being productive. Um, I always, I always have to be doing something and, um, he would say rest, 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 rest. rest. And I tried to rest and I finally got to a place of rest. And it was one month later that we got the call about my son rest. Number three, quietness. You may have repented. You may rest in the Lord. Now it's time to just be quiet and believe. Believe that what God says actually is going to happen. Just be quiet. There's a point you come to in the waiting process where you don't have to talk about it all the time. You're just confidently quiet, resting in the Lord Resting in his righteousness. The number four, trust. It's easier tr- to trust God in the little things, but it's super hard to trust God in the big things. It's easy when we control, when we can control the thing that we are trusting for. A lot of us will trust to a point when we can control it, when it's in our in in, in the realm of our control. But we stop trusting when it seems impossible. Repentance, rest, quietness, and trust. And once you have mastered those things, once in process you have understood, okay, I've repented, I've rested, I'm quiet. I believe it's going to happen. I've quieted my soul. And I'm trusting the Lord. Well, then you can just drop back down to Psalm uh, Isaiah uh, 30, 18. Therefore, the Lord longs to be gracious to you. He waits on high to compa- have compassion on you. How blessed are those who long for him. If you're just joining us, we're, we're about to wrap up here, but we are tr- talking about waiting, waiting. Now, when you repent, rest, quiet yourself and trust. When you get to that point, this is what God says. And I'm just going to read this to you as, um, just encouragement. It says, Oh, people of Zion inhabit." Inhabitant in Jerusalem, you will weep no longer. He will surely be gracious to you at the sound of your cry. When he hears it, he will understand you. Although the Lord has given you bread of privation and water of oppression, he, your teacher, will no longer hide himself, but your eyes will behold your teacher. Your ears will hear a word behind you. Say, this is the way. Walk in it wherever you turn to the right and to the left. I'm going to drop down uh, to verse 23. Then he will give you rain for the seed, the prayers. You have sown in the ground, the bread will yield of the ground, and it will be rich and plenteous. And on that day, your livestock will graze in a roomy pasture. Let me tell you, there is blessing on the other side of weight. Yes, there is an education in each weight, but there is so much wealth in the weight. I want you to wait expectantly, not wait depressed, wait expectantly knowing that God is going to come through 100% of the time. He cannot lie. He does not make a promise that he cannot keep It is on the way. There is no time lost when God calls us to wait. You know, you're waiting for a husband. Guess what? You're not losing time. The time literally has not come yet. The perfect timing for you to meet that mate. If it has not come yet, it is not God's time. There's no time lost. I hope this encourages you today. I can't wait to see you tomorrow. Autumn Miles signing off. Thanks so much for listening today. The Autumn Miles program is listener supported and your donation to keep it on the air is appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And with a $100 donation or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of Autumn's book, Appointed, Your Future Starts Now. Join us next time for the Autumn Miles Show on Christian Talk Radio, The Word, 100.7 FM.